Compassion is my religion, and my purpose will always be love. I'm Neva Kochava. I'm making this podcast available to you and for you because it's ultimately about you. I'm a practicing professional life coach, and my title is Transcendental Life Coach. But that's not who I am. So who am I? I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself, what my story is, and why I do what I'm doing. Mostly, I'd like to tell you who I am and why Transcendental Life Coaching. What does that mean? To begin with, as long as I can remember, I've always had a heart for people. Even as a child, I had a great deal of empathy especially for those who were vulnerable. I've always felt drawn to nature and to animals through a sense of connectedness. I didn't understand cruelty, anger, hate, division, and the self-centered drive that cultivates control and manipulation. I was very naive, and I suppose, in a way, I still am. I choose to believe the universe is kind and forgiving, and that all things ultimately work out for the good. Although throughout my life experiences, I've learned a lot. I've had great experiences. I've known success and the freedom of expression and of being myself. I've known the joy that's beyond words through becoming a mother to four amazing children but I haven't been exempt from the experiences of pain and heartache caused by physical, verbal, and emotional abuse, rejection, lies, being lied to and lied about. I've known betrayal, abandonment, lots of trauma. I've known loss on many levels, and I know of the struggles that ensue from life in general. I've known difficult times and challenging events that have brought me face to face with the unknown. Things that made me question everything I believed in, including myself. I've questioned and doubted everything I had once trusted and ultimately, for a period of time, I closed my once open heart. Perhaps you've experienced some of the same. There's also something else that isn't really talked about very much, and that is religious abuse, or what I have come to call spiritual PTSD. This is caused by the misuse of religion through fear, manipulation, coercion, lies, control, cover-ups, and the list goes on. Really, it's more than misuse, it's abuse. I was in ministry for a number of years. I was a spiritual leader, teacher, mentor, counselor, and was involved in deliverance ministry. I worked with people that had some very deep wounds, and many of them had wounds from the very community they belonged to and served. So I've not only seen, but I've experienced this abuse of power and position over and over. I know how the actions and agendas of certain titled leaders, and even their sheep as I've heard them called, 
can be more abusive than almost anything I've encountered. The wounds they inflict are on a heart and soul level, even on a spiritual level, and the result is that so many people turn away from their faith. They lose trust and become angry, bitter, and confused. You know, when someone loses their trust and their belief or their faith, it can destroy them from the inside out. If you've heard my podcast, you know I'm a big advocate for empowering people to have faith. And I very often say that we all need to believe in something. And we should begin by believing in ourselves. Because when you do, when you truly believe in yourself, no one can take that away from you. And the existence of God or a higher power is one with you. So when you believe in yourself, you will manifest the glory of God or the power of love, which is the absence of fear, with or without anyone else's approval or endorsement. Way back in the 1300s, Meister Eckhart said, The eye through which I see God is the same eye through which God sees me. My eye and God's eye are one eye. One seeing, one knowing, one love. That's so beautiful. And you know, later in his life, he was accused of heresy and tried as a heretic. Issues around religion are nothing new, and it goes back much further than the 1300s. Sadly, many people have been hurt in these environments, and they feel they have no one to turn to. So I'm unique in this way, because this is an area that I'm very experienced with and I'm passionate about it. I believe we all need faith, or a belief system, and we need to trust what we believe. I also believe in healing and restoration so that we can and will move forward in a bigger and better way. Who am I? I'm just one person determined enough to keep believing in myself and in my commitment to empower others to believe in themselves and to know who they are and to see hope and purpose in the present moment regardless of how hopeless and lost everything can seem. And I remain strong in my belief in you. I know how important it is to believe in yourself and to realize your purpose. Who are you? What do you need? What do you want? And what are your deepest desires? I'm inspired by John F. Kennedy's words. He said, one person can make a difference and everyone should try. These words have been with me for a number of years and they remain true not only for myself, but for you as well. All we have to do is just try. Who am I? In a way, I'm a warrior, even though I'm generally quiet and I'm motivated through my desire for peace and my quest to know perfect love. Warriors are people who confidently make choices about where and how to focus their internal attention. We're not living from the outside in 
but we're living from the inside out. It's about making choices of where my internal focus of intention is. I'm internalizing my circumstances, living from the inside out, moving from the inner being of the spirit to the outer being of the soul. It doesn't matter what external realities are present. It doesn't matter if life is adverse, chaotic, troublesome, or annoying. Warriors live in a state of untroubled calm and rest upon which they are bound to the inner life of the spirit. What is transcendental life coaching? It's not so much on how to overcome, which does occur, but it's how to transcend. Transcend literally means to rise above or go beyond. And the way to do this is to learn to live from within. I'll give you a fun illustration that I can use to describe the way of transcendence. Did you ever see the original Disney movie Mulan? Well, there's a scene where Mulan's grandmother is carrying her lucky cricket in his cage and she steps out into the most chaotic traffic. Cars, buses, bikes are hustling by in all directions. Think of that as life. Well, she smiles, lifts up her lucky cricket, and proceeds to walk across the street. Her cricket was panicking and actually ended up fainting, but she was oblivious to any problems or sense of danger. She crossed the street perfectly at peace while chaos ensued all around her. Cars piled up everywhere in an effort to miss her, but she didn't even notice it. I had to laugh when I saw that because I thought, oh my gosh, that's so me. I'm the crazy grandmother. But what if we replace the word crazy with divine? When you replace what you would normally call crazy with divine, how does that change the perspective? Obviously, in this illustration, it's a bit of an exaggeration and we're not going to walk out into chaotic traffic. But if you think of the traffic as a symbol of life, the point is beautiful. Her focus of intention was set on going to the other side, and she believed she would. She had faith in her lucky little cricket. It makes the point of the warrior, living in a state of untroubled calm and rest, regardless of the external realities. That is transcendence. Why do I say warrior? It's because I know what it takes to get through the most adverse circumstances. I've gone from living with everything to wealth, great friends and family, love and laughter, dreams fulfilled, and a secure sense of identity and purpose to having all I knew stripped away. When these ideals that we hold so dear are shattered and torn apart, the loss and the aftermath will not only challenge our external life and our point of focus, but it can challenge us deeply on the inside. Broken and devastated states will either destroy us or equip us. We must choose whether we're going to become bitter or we are going to become better. 
I not only had to choose for myself, but I had to choose for my children. What actions would I demonstrate and what would the future be? The choice was clear for me. I had to rise up and go beyond insurmountable circumstances. But there was no path. I had to create one. My greatest challenge was to hold on to myself, to remember who I was and to believe I had value and that I could do it. Actually, I had to recover who I really was. What had my identity become? Who was I without titles, roles, and position, and everything that had once defined me? Could I believe in the core values that once permeated everything I did and everything I stood for? Previously, I had never doubted myself or others. I trusted what I believed. Could I still trust myself, let alone anyone else? This may be a question that you've asked yourself at some time in your own life. The answers are always within, but the outcome rests in our choices. We all have the option and the opportunity to choose what we want regardless of the circumstances. I chose to find my way back to myself, to self-love, to believe in myself, and then trust what I believed, even without the external security and support of everyone and everything I once knew. I created a path to recovery. I embraced raising a family without the support of another. I embraced love in spite of betrayal and abuse. I embraced my own beliefs and core values over the opinions and judgment of others, regardless of the religious abuse that I had not only witnessed but experienced, all the false accusations and manipulation that is used to disempower one's own self. I refused to accept lack and poverty, and I chose to focus my internal intention on abundance and the life I wanted. I discovered how to create my external realities from within, and I continue to discover new and exciting possibilities every day. There was a time that I went to counseling. I would joke about being the counselor in counseling. I knew I needed help, and I was diagnosed with severe depression, anxiety, panic attacks, and PTSD. I was put on several prescription drugs so I could just keep myself together. I was really grateful at the time because it did help me. But the day came when I had to make a choice. Would I accept this as my reality? And was this my identity? I determined to draw strength from that warrior within. You see, the spirit of the warrior is strong and unmoved by external circumstances. It didn't happen overnight, but step by step, inch by inch, and sometimes minute to minute, I chose to keep moving forward. The warrior isn't a victim, 
and is much more than just a survivor. Who am I? I'm no different than you. You and I and everyone else possess an invaluable privilege. We are self-determining. Even in the worst of circumstances, we have a choice. We can fill our minds with either positive or negative thoughts. We can choose self-acceptance and self-love or self-doubt and fear. One of the concepts that Napoleon Hill highlights in his book called Outwitting the Devil is noteworthy. It's Ralph Waldo Emerson's The Law of Compensation. He says, For everything you have missed, you have gained something else. And for everything you gain, you lose something else. He also said, The whole of what we know is a system of compensations. Every defect in one manner is made up in another. Every suffering is rewarded. Every sacrifice is made up and debt is paid. The key message in this summary of his book is this. We all have good thoughts and bad thoughts. Sometimes that inner voice tells us to keep fighting and other times it tells us to give up. Fortunately, we can choose to listen to the positive voice and follow it while ignoring the negativity and pushing aside the fear that keeps so many people from making their dreams come true. By recognizing our fears, exercising the power of positive thinking, and following a clear plan, we can all overcome failure and achieve our deepest desires. Willpower and discipline are like muscles. In the beginning, you can't do that much. But with self-determination and persistence, you can achieve your full potential. I'm not someone who is going to tell you who you should be, what you should or shouldn't do, or how you should think. I am someone who will mirror back to you what you need to see in the way you need to see it. I am someone who has a great deal of empathy and compassion and acceptance, not through any degrees, but because I've been where you are and I get to shed the light that you need so you can see. I don't pretend to know it all. Throughout the ebb and flow of my life, I've been the student. Every experience has taught me, and everyone I encounter shows me something of value about myself. Your life and the people you encounter throughout the course of your life can be your greatest teachers. How open is your heart, and how flexible are you? What thoughts do you give your attention to? And what is your internal focus of intention? Who am I? I'll sum it up with the lyrics of a beautiful song called Instrument of Peace by the Canadian Tenors. It goes like this. Where there is hatred, let me bring love. Where there is doubt, let me bring faith. Where there is falsehood, let me bring truth. 
where there is pain, I'll comfort you. Where there is silence, let me sing praise. Where there is despair, let me bring hope. Where there is blindness, let me bring sight. And where there is darkness, let me bring light. And with these words I speak, grant that I may not seek to be heard, but to hear, not to be consoled, but to console, not to be seen, but to see, not to be loved, but to love. For when we give love, we will receive love. When we forgive love, we'll find reprieve. It's in dying will be released. Make me an instrument of peace. These lyrics speak of the way of surrendering the ego, dying to self, serving a higher purpose, which is actually the message that rings throughout all religions, and it's our deepest longing to love, to receive love, and to be loved. Forgiveness, compassion, and gratitude are the keys to unlocking this infinite potential that exists in each and every one of us. I believe love is the greatest power that exists in the universe. Who am I? I'm just one person, determined to try to make a difference, determined enough to keep believing by focusing my internal intention with the spirit of the warrior as an instrument of peace. I continue to believe the world is a beautiful place because I'm connected to that belief and I'm living from the inside out. I'm creating, step by step, the path of forgiveness, compassion and gratitude to be love so that I can empower you to do the same. Because, as always, I believe in you. Until next time, Shalom.